Thanks for joining us on take two of Clementine on the Arizona Music Podcast. What do you mean? I feel like this is the first take. This is the first take, but it's the second take that I've had with you guys here <laughs> on the podcast. So I do appreciate you guys coming on again. I I think we've grown a lot since the last time we spoke. Uh, well, maybe not spoke. When was it? Was it close to a year ago? Yeah, it was just about a year ago because I had gotten the idea to kind of kickstart the podcast again after we went on the trip and I met you guys. And Danny recorded that, what, a year ago? I believe I saw a Facebook post, so. Yeah, yeah, it must have been like a year ago. Uh, And yeah, speaking towards like musical growth, we started producing, I would say, almost two years ago. And (laughs) so half of that time, uh, you know, is what has lapsed since we've talked last. And last time, I think we were talking about you guys making the Clementine sign, how that got all made, and you guys were gearing up to play that um show it yeah was yeah yeah so much time has passed that half the sign the christmas lights are out now <laughs> yeah i well i see them yeah well, wait so they're the out middle, the middle one is out we have to replace it, it are, you, are you guys gonna keep going with that it's like a cool thing it'll yeah. come back eventually yeah, 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 yeah. everything in um what do you call it moderation right yeah for sure for the listeners if you don't know what we're talking about we have a giant giant uh sign that says clementine with like our logo and it's made out of christmas lights um you can see it on our instagram uh in a documentary that's coming out this summer uh on us that chris smith of wired elephants made but uh yeah it's a cool little project so for the people that don't know who clementine is and didn't get a listen in last time why don't you give us the, the quick elevator pitch uh wait say yourself Ooh, <laughs> the oh. high school the high school awkwardness <laughs> hi i'm christian hi. we did this recently <laughs> i'm christian rich uh and i play drums and produce for them oh my God. Yeah, you uh, do yeah. You do kind of produce now rather than only play drums, I've noticed. I mean, especially with your guys' new music, it's so geared towards um, sort of the electronic vibe and whatnot. I think you really have adapted to take on that role a little bit. Is that kind of in line with... Yeah, I think it just kind of like naturally happened, I guess. I just like making stuff and uh, I don't know, Chris's voice sounded good over it and he vibed with it. So yeah, I don't know it's super fun we both like are we started producing around the same time and we both like kind of pushed each other and stuff um and i didn't have a computer for the longest time so after i got like a reliable computer it definitely like came more to be like that it seems as if you can do pretty much anything with a computer these days <laughs> yeah, for sure totally. we were just talking about that because you went to tucson to craig's studio and when he got back he was like it was tight like they have obviously he has like all the fucking synth pianos you could want all the instruments all the fucking racks like everything you could want like in real life mm-hmm. but like at the end of the day christian was like honestly i feel that i could like make the same quality like with like plugins on my mac that right. you could make which i i don't know with my two years of experience i think is like I don't know, fairly accurate. Right. I think it goes to show that you can do anything with any set of tools as long as you know how to work with the set of tools you're given. Yeah. If that makes sense. Definitely. You know, I think that you could walk into that. So for anybody who doesn't know, he's talking about Craig Schumacher who runs Wave Labs out of Tucson. Um, Christian's 
uh, girlfriend went and did, Danny Daniel Dirac went and did a record and recorded a new record recently up there, and it's just a haven of instruments and gear and studio. Yeah. I can't even. It's like literally it's a like warehouse a full of instruments oh yeah the walls are lined with guitars it looks like a like music piano. store it, yeah i'm like not mad at all that i didn't get to go <laughs> <laughs> it's literally uh, like a music store you walk in and you you think that these things would have price tags on them and be hanging up to be sold no, it's, totally, it's crazy. yeah, yeah there's this one like stratocaster from like the 60s i think it was crazy he's got really pedals cool he's got everything man but but i digress so the point I was getting at was that, you know, I think it's the tools, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so that's Christian. Uh, my name is Chris Trevine. Um, I play guitar, sing, write songs, uh, and produce in Clementine. Uh, it's just me and Christian in the band, uh, which is great, uh, especially great for me. Uh, growing up, like, I was always a songwriter, super control freak, and I, like, I was always like looking for somebody who like vibed with that <laughs> and nobody did until Christian like hit me up and was like, yo, I learned your songs, uh, come over. And I just like went over to his place and like we jammed, uh, and he knew the song right away on drums and that was it. So, uh, you know, now we're best friends. Now we're in love. And now we're sitting, <laughs> here, we're sitting here in Sample Town now. Now we're sitting yeah. here in Sample Town. So Nick, uh, Nick, Nick's new to Sample Town. Christian and I moved into Sample Town six months ago. If you didn't know, that's our apartment. It's called Sample Town. <laughs> Hashtag Sample Town. Um, first impressions on Sample Town, Nick. Yeah. I don't even know how to put it into words. I'd say Sample Town is just more or less just a spiritual cave. Of, <laughs> it's like a spiritual cave of light built on wi-fi <laughs> i don't really even know <laughs> oh what yes, this is unbelievable honestly, i don't pretty good way to i feel it. like there's a way better way to put that i can't even really put it into words uh, it's you couldn't even believe if you were in here it's <laughs> <laughs> uh here everyone if you if you want like a good idea you can look at our instagram or you can go to google and just look up life x lights or nano leaf lights um or like the apex bluetooth standing desk it's just uh, glowing led lights of all colors if i feel like i'm in the future it's a good vibe and like best case scenario sample town uh is is more of like a, a like an idea than a, than a than a an apartment G yeah than a location so like we're hoping i don't know i feel like sample town like will be like you know when sample we're fucking town 60 like anywhere. our yeah our studio like will always be like sample town i love it okay cool so what have you guys been doing here in so Sample what's Town? good so what is Sample Town to you uh, what have, what's come out of this place Sample Town is two things Sample Town is our home and Sample Town is our studio right yeah is one, it nice having one, to be both fuck yeah yeah honestly it's great yeah and it's so funny because we both got what we wanted like I'm pretty sure Christian this is the first time right this is the first time you've had like your own fucking room for like a while like a dank ass room yeah like a nice air conditioned a room. dank ass room and you always wanted like your yeah. studio like in your room right yeah I've always I don't know I, I like the comfort of having like my computer in my room I, I don't know more more than I like going somewhere when I first met you guys I know Chris you weren't moved out no, yeah. and I don't believe you were either or no you were right moved out yeah last year back and forth right yeah I, you were kind of living with danny or whatever yeah. but the point being um when i first met you i remember chris having these ideas about how you'd move out and make this musical <laughs> wonderland <laughs> yeah like we're Oasis. trying to rope you into it and yeah i, I should have taken <laughs> oh yeah that's but right 
it's amazing because you've actually gone out and done just that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we were talking about follow through a little bit earlier. And you guys seem to always follow through on a lot of the things that you say you're going to do. We try to. I mean, like, when I started reading about, like, success and everything, uh, that's just, like, the key. Like, it's pretty simple. Like, if you want to do something, like, you just have to do it. And that's just the difference. And, like, you know, easier said than done. But we've been able to accomplish a few of the things already that we, like, said we were going to do. Do you read a lot? I used to. I like definitely fell off. Right now I'm in like a slump, dude. I'm not reading and I'm not exercising because I sprained my excuses on excuses. But uh, yeah, I like went through a heavy period where I was reading a lot. I was exercising a lot. It was tight. Um, Do you think reading helps you in life in general? It depends. I was like super fucking uppity about it when I was doing it. I was like reading East of Eden uh just this fat like john steinbeck book and i was all like <laughs> everyone tr- if you don't read like blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah just like i don't know you were super elitist about yeah, it yeah i was super fucking elitist <laughs> about it uh that's awesome no but i don't know i'm not i don't want to be that way anymore i just feel like i'm happy i read that book that book was tight cool. yeah. yeah no i was just wondering because i don't know i've been reading a little bit more recently and i've what have you been, been reading? Reading? I've been reading a lot of like nonfiction, like I, w- I don't want to say self-help books. Yeah. But yeah. Hell yeah. You know, which just, ones though you can borrow yeah. from my personal there's, library. Yeah, behind there's you. The, they're, they're wealth of knowledge. Honestly, the, the good one that I'm reading right now is the very classic, um, how to, how to win how to, friends. How to win friends and, yeah. Good one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Apparently everybody and their mother has read that book. Chris showed me a while it's ago. It's nice to listen to on YouTube if you're just looking for It's amazing because if you think about it, all those values hold true from that long ago to now. People have not changed as much as we think we have. I think that the things surrounding us have changed a lot. And we're so focused on the external now and the physical. And we kind of lose sight of the fact that people are still people at the core, you know? Yeah, all those principles like hold true even if you're like interacting on like Instagram or communicating through like social media or anything. It's still going to be the same thing. Like right now we're doing like cold DMs. So basically, <laughs> I-, I love calling it cold DMs. I think that's so funny. <laughs> like every single day we like go to a different band's page like Cave Town or I'm obsessed with this girl Chloe Moriando, Moriando right now. Uh, I don't know how to say it. she's amazing. Uh, there's a bunch of artists that sound like us that we just go to their page, find the followers and people who like like them, and then we message them out of the blue. Hey, like we're Clementine, this is our song, but we send like this genuine message because like uh, that's really what it is. I interact with them the same way I would in person. You go up to a person like like in real life, you're gonna be nice. You're gonna like say like listen to it, don't listen to it. I don't mind. I just wanted to extend the offer for you to hear it. And we send those messages every day as much as Instagram lets us. And people respond like so positively. They're like, wow, this is the nicest type of this. Because it's it's basic, It's not spam, but it's like essentially could be spam. And But people are like, this is the nicest type of message like this I've ever gotten. Like everybody's like super receptive and listening to it. And it's just principles taken right out of that book. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Wow, yeah. And and shout out shout <laughs> out to Chris, shout out to Christian for like figuring that that hack out because I was sort of like dumbfounded as to how to grow our Instagram uh you know thing and Christian like kind of figured out the cold DM strategy and it's just like, it's definitely a creative way I mean not I mean it is creative let's be honest it's a creative way to go and be smart about it and say okay these people appreciate the music. Um, of this artist that I like, obviously, if they're they're a follower, they're into this and they're active. You know, the fact that they're a follower means that they're active. It's 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 easy to go to Instagram and and look at people uh, all these accounts and find 
inactive accounts and whatnot but if they're avidly following something it's amazing i feel like if you just put out that human interaction and that real feeling and that unique personalized vibe i feel like that plays a huge part into finding that success kind of through that method and and, and how you guys have that's it's interesting i, I haven't totally, heard about yeah. too many people specifically doing that or at least coming clean and saying they're doing it yeah <laughs> and i think what people like really like about it too is <clears throat> we like message back and talk to them it's not just like a, a spam thing so yeah like i don't know that just that would catch my eye if i got like a, a message like that and not a lot of people do that so i don't know but i mean yeah it's literally just all the principles of like how would you interact like in real life and like what's like the end goal you know what i mean like we want to like have like we want fans because like we want to do this for like a living and like do this you know tour the world and everything but the way we're going to be able to do that is like have like friends and like have at our shows like we're gonna like the same way we interact like these people we meet online hopefully they're gonna come to our shows and like we're gonna hang out and like we're gonna have shit to talk about it's gonna be tight yeah. you know what i mean like we're like really good friends with some of the people we found like because they were like fans first you need those people and those people need you and it's a beautiful <laughs> symbiotic relationship and i mean you need those relationships to go tour and to be able to go have places to crash in other states and have people to tell their friends to come out and have people to come buy merch and buy uh you know cds and stuff and get you to the next state i think that's important so i think you guys are really spearheading that and it's definitely unique and inspiring to see because not as many people well no lots of people do it but i mean I think marketing is sort of where bands can fall off, you know, and artists can fall off. It's very hard to maintain that social media presence. It's hard to post all the time. It's hard to promote every week and be on a schedule where, uh, you know, you're posting to Instagram and Facebook and, and all these things. But you guys never let me forget Clementine. You never let the, the public forget about Clementine. You never really have a lapse in communication on your guys' end, and you never really have. And there's definitely, it's a testament to you know what you guys have done with your brand really yeah um. it's definitely hard so okay what are we here to do today all right so clementine is about to drop a, a record correct yeah but not just like a record man like our first album yeah so it's a huge deal it's super album. exciting yeah it's like yeah i don't even know it's it sounds funny to like it's so, it sounds funny the way i'm saying it. it's like <laughs> this dude thinks but no it's like a huge we fucking like you were just saying how we're going so ham with like everything nobody forgets clementine but we've been a band since 2012 and it's 2000 and wait what year is it is it fucking 2018, 2018? It's been six years i swear to god that's so fun. that always happens to me like it's it just turned march that always happens to me like in the beginning of the year i'm like hold up what year is it again <laughs> I, I literally that's forget funny. but yeah 2012 we like his <laughs> yeah nick yeah nick <laughs> it's cool lil wayne's just about to spit his verse <laughs> i don't know if you know that every time wayne hits a track like you hear like him him rip first I, I every single imagine, time yeah uh but anyways yeah 2012 we dropped like our first ep and that's the only thing we've ever like released like really we released a five song ep and that was five six years ago which is fucking bonkers so we've been we've been promoting the fact that we're going to drop our first album for five years so is this the first is are these the same songs that i heard at the cabin last year no there's maybe like one or two the same really mm -hmm. what happened to all those 
we literally just like it's been a year so we wrote more we grew we produced different tracks and we have like a bank of like right now 40 tracks that are super dank uh and that's not including the tracks that made this album you know what i mean yeah you have a lot to sit on a lot to think about a lot to sift through a lot of options you know what i always hear about larger bands coming into records with 30 ideas and chopping them down in the end to like 12 songs and not maybe not chopping them down but you know eliminating songs and yeah and and, and whatnot and i think that's sort of what you have at the moment yeah and i don't even think that that's necessarily like a tactic that people use more so as like it's just what happens you guys are just pumping out tunes. i think most songwriters do like i think like connie and like all those people like you just like make a lot of songs because you're doing this like over the span of a year two years or whatever and like over that time you know you just like fucking you're gonna make new stuff songs come quick man like a, a good song like could happen in a night you know what i mean so it's not crazy to have a lot of songs a but good song could happen in the, an hour. The only, like, we're on this subject, the only instance I've ever heard of the opposite being true was, like, a like a band went into an album and only had those songs, a finite number of songs, was Hello Goodbye's really tight, like, indie pop album. Do you remember? What was that album? The, I'm not sure. Uh, fuck. It, like, had the album cover with, like, the picture frames and it's, like, square and, like, a neat album. Whoever is listening to Hello Goodbye fan, you know the one. Uh, my cousin Kristen totally knows it. She loves it. It's tight. But anyways, they interviewed Forrest, I think is the name of the singer of that band. And they were like, so do you have like any extra songs that didn't make the album? He was like, no. I wrote 10 songs. <laughs> and they, these are the Nothing songs. left over no, at all. No, I was like, holy shit. I've never, I didn't know that that's, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's insane. I feel like as an artist, it's easier to just kind of spew out music. Um, I mean, and times, times not, I mean, some people get writer's block, but I know what you're saying. It's, it's not something you can really put a cap on or, or really stop, you know, they're going to happen. And, you know, that's how you find the good ones. That's how you, you know, sift through the good and the bad. And, you know, maybe it's not good or bad. Maybe it's not anything. Yeah. And totally. so this, uh, we've kind of already started sifting through them too. We actually rated like are there any songs that are just like not good not bad and just kind of like in the middle they're just kind of there's definitely "Eh." songs that aren't good the other like like, sure like a couple days before we like finished finalized this album i was working on a song and i was stumped on it and then i was like why am i stumped on this song and it was because it wasn't good and i like called (laughs) i called christian out and i was like i need you to really listen to this song and like tell me if it sucks and he was like yeah it's not good and i was like you're i know it's not good so do you feel good about the fact that you took it off now? Fuck yeah, that song's trash. It was not what, a good song. What song was it? Good. I don't, it was that one, I was trying to do like this, like, it just wasn't good. <laughs> it just wasn't a good song. It doesn't, we don't need to talk about it. Okay, but. <laughs> the first Clementine album, we're about to hear it. It's coming out soon. It's called Inspired by Crippling Heartache XOXO. Um, we had a lot of material and for the past six months that we've been here at Sample Town, we've just been recording songs after songs. And I didn't really know that we were working towards an album. I was just hoping to amass this uh, collection of songs that I could release like once, one song a week for inf- inf- for an infinite amount of time. Now, did these stem off of the the orange, the lemons or whatever? <laughs> Wait, what? The lemons? The le- oh, yes, shit. About the lemons. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Talk about the lemons. So, no, none of the songs were from the lemons. Great period of so, time. Great week. Real quick, <laughs> the lemon... Lemon time. Lemon time is a SoundCloud account you can go to. Sounds like lemon time. <laughs> it's... <laughs> and it, uh, 
that uh, Chris and I for like a week uh, tried to make a song for an hour. Like I called Christian produces, one day. Yeah, he called me. He was like, "Hey, so we should do this thing where we it should, it'll just be practicing producing, and we'll make a song in an hour every day, and we'll put it up, and we'll see who has the better song." And it was taxing by the end of the week. The I, end of the week, we're like create creativity drained. Yeah, no, it was it was <laughs> terrible, but it honestly it like helps. I actually learned quite a bit from it. Yeah, I think it like upped our production skills. Yeah, I think so. Probably made you work quicker, make decisions faster, rather than sitting and trying to dwell on them each and every move painstakingly. Yeah, it made like making a shitty song more fun. So none of those made it on, though? (laughs) No. Absolutely not. (laughs) No, but you can go listen to them. They're fun. Yeah. Yeah, they are fun. They're fun. Yeah. Cool. So... It's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. It's been through many iterations, many changes, yeah, yeah. many additions and subtractions. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what we're going to do here is a special thing for everybody. We've never done this on the Arizona Music Podcast. I'm excited to do it. I'm thinking this could be potentially something I do in the future with other artists. Um, but Chris and Christian came to me with the idea of playing the album all the way through for everybody whilst we podcast and sort of getting my first impressions just straight up and raw and i think that this is a fucking amazing idea and i'm really excited to do it hell yeah yeah um wait i have a question for you like what are you most excited about about like listening i don't know because i've been sharing my music with you for a while now you've always been super like nice about it like giving me like you know advice but like you've always been into it yeah so and like you've seen like the whole progression because like we met a year a year and a half ago i like was just starting producing and the quality of the tracks back then versus like what you're about to hear is like i don't know i think that the musicianship that you guys exude is pretty high level and i really enjoy listening to things that you guys put together because it's well done and it's on on pitch the singing's on on key and the drums are on in time um the electronic parts are just creative beyond this world wait Um, i think it's so ridiculous that you even like said what you just said like who the fuck's out there producing shit that's not on pitch or on time like what well i mean (laughs) some people there's a lot of people and (laughs) i think it's definitely in the world and niche you guys are in you guys do a fantastic job and it's a little bit different than maybe what I listen to on a daily basis. So when you guys come to me and ask for an open ear, it's, it's, it's sort of a, it's just a pleasure. I mean, I, I really try and sit here and come up with a whole lot that you could work on and whatnot. And there's always things and I'll, I'll always, I'll be able to find little sonic things that for, you know, no one but fucking me will, will hear. But as far as actual content goes and creativity goes, it's always hard to, say anything because it's just usually good to go but that being said i do want to dissect what you guys are doing here a little bit and for everybody i think this will be cool because you know we're going to talk a little bit maybe about the specifics of you know production or how this part was tracked or how you made this vocal sound crazy and pitched because i think a lot of the general public hears that stuff and they just know it to be the sound but they have no idea how it happens or what goes into it Mm mm-hmm and you guys are real with your people and i know you guys talk to your people so this will be cool because they're gonna want to hear this i think so should we do it tight it's crazy i mean i I don't know well here's the deal though (laughs) now when does the album drop uh so wait because really we're not going to be able to 
release well, this no, honestly, podcast like, okay, until. So, yeah, you can release it before. Yeah, yeah, we can. Because, like, people That'll can get, awesome a, yeah, people can get like, a first look. Because no yeah. one's going to, like, really, like, necessarily go out of their way to, like, every day, like, listen and we're gonna to And we're going to be talking a little bit through them. So, it's not going to be, like, the real Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. And we have, like, we have this, like, secret SoundCloud link where you can actually hear the album right now. Ooh. And we've given it to, like, a handful of peeps who are, like, into us because, like, they deserve to have it already. And don't give it to me. I might leak it. <laughs> Someone already fucking leaked it. <laughs> that, that look, oh my God. Oh, I wish everyone could see that. Nick just gave me the funniest look. He was like, hmm, what? Someone leaked it? Did they really? Or is that joke? No, really. Someone uh, already really happened, leaked it. Yeah. yeah, pretty funny stuff. How? Literally just, posted, just posted it, it. on Facebook. And then I was down. Christian told me. I didn't know what happened. You were like, dude, our music just got leaked. How sick is that? No, I was hyped. I didn't even know. Christian told me the story. And then Christian was like, yeah, but I messaged him and told him to take it down. And I was like, man. So, yeah. So, <laughs> I like, re at first I regretted the fact that I said that. But now, like, the fact that it was leaked for, like, 10 minutes. Like, like a, a short period of time. A bunch of people actually yeah, apparently pe heard it. People so literally, it's actually like, a pretty hopped cool on story the leak. Stuff. Yeah. Like, there's, <laughs> yeah. like, somebody, like, who I'm, like, close with messaged me and was like your album is tight and i was like oh damn like i forgot i sent it to you and they're like no 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 no, like i got it from the like the maybe leak. you guys are on like reddit like clementine <laughs> yeah. reddit and people just go in there and post clementine, clementine viral reddit. shit i don't think we have a reddit yet maybe we'll make it on uh, yeah. the Bros reddit yeah let's do it let's do a subreddit all right i'm gonna go ahead Okay. Really. <laughs> <What>? Morty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. God, God damn it, Morty. Let's embark on our adventure. I'm ready for this experience. I'm beard up. <laughs> it's funny because we're playing your new record and you're nervous even though it's already recorded. The nerves don't go away after just recording it. We're doing it. We're podcasting it live. Fuck it. We're doing it live. <laughs> I'm not ready. Let me tagline this. Ready for this? You're hearing it first here. Clementine's <laughs> debut record. Arizona Music Podcast. <laughs> uh, just so you know, the soup today is Italian soup. So there's like sausage, bacon, chicken stock, kale. Really good. Uh, and the seasonal bruschetta is tomato jam, goat cheese, okay? Oh, what's your name? Chris, you're right? Yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we went to Sororo together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is ridiculous.
You want to talk about vocal production? Let's talk Clementine. My goodness. That right there. What is that? <laughs> what is that? The high pitched. Oh. That is actually a sample of Chris's voice so that I put in there when I made this beat. It's from Tylenol, actually. You know the song? Yeah. Yeah, I actually took the vocal. From that one part. The vocal from Tylenol, and I just I made a melody out of it. That You're talking about the. Yeah. Yeah, uh huh. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, the vocal production so far on this is fucking unreal. Yeah, dude. The, Chris went ham. He li- literally, like, he went ham for a while. So, the, the beginning part, how many different tracks, you know, being outside and about, like, you know, the hanging out B roll stuff that was happening? What, how many different tracks was that composed of? You know what I'm saying? You're talking about, like, the, inter- like the introduction? Yeah, you where you could hear Dan, you know, all of you guys hanging out. It sounded like you guys. No, 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 you a- misheard it. Oh yeah. Listen to it again. So, oh, what up, face? Oh, Instagram, Facebook. All right, there's so, my face. So, uh, <laughs> here's like a little backstory, real quick. Uh, this album is called Inspired by Crippling Heartache, XOXO. It's like mostly about this girl that I dated, uh, and we had like met at this restaurant that I like had worked at, and the beginning of this album is a like a real sample like i put my phone in my pocket i went to work and i hit record like on audio share and i recorded like an hour of me just like serving at this restaurant and i literally sample like myself greeting uh uh like a customer and it just so happened that like this person who went to my high school like came in and so like that's what you hear so here let's do it again uh, just so you know, the soup today is Italian soup, so there's like sausage, bacon, chicken stock, kale, really good. Uh, and the seasoned bruschetta is tomato jam, goat cheese, okay? Oh, what's your name? Chris, you're <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, we, we went to Saguaro together. Yeah, 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 how are you? We went to Saguaro together. <laughs> I love that, dude. Alright, so... Cool. Alright, let's keep this thing rolling. Song number two, ladies and gentlemen. She always said that she liked carnation. Oh, even though all the other girls would say they wanted roses. So I wrote this song when I was 15. When you were 15? Mm-hmm. So you've been sitting on this one for a while. <laughs> Nine years. Holy shit. Now, were these guitars also done on your phone? <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> My recording. You would have fucking died at the recording setup. I was literally <laughs> just about to talk about that. Just wanna be the one that God think about when they're kissing on your TV screen. The one that God think about when they're laying in the street. You'll be the one that 
I feel like I may have heard this song before. We released it. The incorporation of the B-roll giggly like background stuff is badass. That's the shit that like I don't know. I've like always loved that kind of thing. Like everyone like that I've ever loved, like Bright Eyes used to do that and Drake obviously does that. Yeah. Now how many different vocal takes is this right here? A lot. Like Like right there. Five? Well, individual takes, three. And then like Melodyne harmonies Like two extra At certain parts bro I swear there's like Ten vocals on top I love it It really makes the vocals Stand out as an instrument Yeah I got real crazy With the vocals Um, It's funny like You can have a harmony That's like almost inaudible But it like adds like A vibe If it's not there And then I parallel everything like reverb delay like separate track like manual you know what i mean yeah oh yeah absolutely so you do a lot of uh, you're talking about all your effects sends and stuff yeah 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 Yeah. and i hope one day that you get one so that was definitely like a more feely song Mm -hmm, for sure i like Christian and I. Uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Christian and I uh, had like a conversation about that being the second track on the album because it's sort of like different because it's like a ballad just right away. But it, Christian put it best. He was like, "I feel like it like makes the album feel like a journey because you had the first track like really good introduction and then like all of a sudden it's just like okay now you're like in the album already. Right, it takes you back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, the little tag at the end's funny. My career actually sucks. Little altar boy? Okay, I get what you're saying, and that's fine if you want for you to come Getting the love. Okay. Clementine, right? Cool band. <laughs> Clementine, right? Cool band. Can we take it back? Back to nicknames and dumb shit. Have you yeah, I not all the way through. This this is the single that's already out, correct? Yeah. Now, did John Arbuckle master these songs? Yeah, you're listening to John's master right now. It's weird because I think of John mastering music and I think of him as not being super involved with electronic music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's sick to hear it and still hear that he can do a good job pretty much with anything. I'm excited to meet him. He seems so cool. Yeah, me too. Yo, people are smashing that like button, bro. Are we getting those hearts? Getting all them hearts. Tell Danny that we love her. It's probably for me. stuck in my head. Like an old song, but I can't quite recall it. Let me in this ain't no trick. Been on the other side and they do not water it. 
This is some like forever the sickest kid shit. Or no 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 no. Oh, that's not what I meant though. Wait, what did you mean? I I did say that. Dude, this part. So Chris, why don't you uh, hop over to the mic super quick with your mouth full of pizza? I got a question <laughs> for you. All right, Nick has a question. Also, I have a question for the three people in here. What's your favorite kind of pizza? So we are Facebook living, pineapple right Instagram now. Instagram living right now, by the way. So that's the thing that's happening. But question on so that huge chorus effect that I just heard—that insanely swelling, ginormous. I don't even know what the fuck to call it. What, what what's going on there? So I was recording the song. Hi, <laughs> yeah, pepperoni's bomb. Uh, <laughs> distracted by the. And live. before I forget, when when you're gonna explain this, um, do you kind of have a vision for these big things going in, so, or do you uh, just start building and building, and then you're like, oh shit, now I just have a huge thing. Pretty much the latter, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I like stumbled upon the idea. I like was just fucking around with effects and put on the harmony engine from Antares. And I heard like what it sounded like, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is cool." Um, and then we had Danny come on the track and just like do some scratch vocals, just like you know, mm-hmm. freestyle over it. Yeah. And she did this fucking like counter melody that ended up becoming like that giant choir, mm-hmm. uh, plus my vocals as well. So yeah, it was just this like random thing that I like did, and I was like, "Okay, that sounds tight." But then, bro, it was like a whole two days of mixing that shit to make it fit because like as you can hear there's like so much happening mm-hmm. and like to get the lead vocal to actually cut through mm-hmm. was challenging yeah over all of the layered bed of you know yeah to get that shit to sit right was i honestly i don't even remember exactly what i you know what i mean like mm-hmm. when you when you get that far into the mixing it's more or less like that's when you have to start being really cognizant of what frequencies each things are taking up in their space and whatnot. And, you know, so a lot of times, for instance, with harmonies and backup vocals, uh, we'll take out a lot of 2 to 4K because 2 to 4K is where the human voice, that's where we get all of our... Like um, resonance and everything. Well, it's where we get all of our... Um, I, I'm I'm kind of baked and I can't really articulate it. It's our, uh-huh. I articulate. I just say it's like where you get your articulation and whatnot. For sure. For it's sure. where it's where the clarity is in your voice. It's where the human voice lives. So a lot of times, what you can do is kind of leave that in in a lead vocal, dip that out in all the other vocals, and it helps you just hear that little thing a little bit. Uh, that lead vocal a little bit more on top. I don't know. Just a quick yeah, mix no. tip for anybody yeah, no, who's listening. Really um, okay, let's keep going. Oh, I love myself a good vocal chop. <laughs> I started doing vocal chops recently, and I thought they were the hardest thing in the world when I didn't know what was going on. Until I literally like, tried it out. Easy. Somebody showed me how. I was making the most insane shit I've ever <laughs> produced in my life within about 20 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real. It's literally, I just started vocal chopping on the grid, and it was like, boom, 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 just easy. It's crazy. Malone like video game streaming. 
except you can't see the video game. I'm now, playing. are these the guitars that were done on your phone? Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Sounds great, right? They don't sound like they were done on your phone. Good job. <laughs> That's a testament to iPhones more than it is us. Well, do you know what Audio Share is? The best app ever. Audio I don't. Share. If you make music, download Audio Share right now. Is this the same one that you were using when we were at the cat or last year? When you guys were creating all these clips and stuff, and yes. don't chew into the mic, Chris. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Sorry. Um, wait, were we using audio, or were you, I wasn't? You were using Audio Share back at the cabin, like almost two. Years I don't know. Ago? You guys had like this record little recording clip thing that you guys recorded clips have, with. Yeah. And, so what is it? Uh, it's an app that basically I didn't know this until Chris told me, um, but it has like. Like compression on the way in and everything when you record mm. things. So like it records things as nice as like an iPhone really can, and uh, that's why the guitars sound good. Honestly, is because like honestly, Audio Share. I would say. I, I'm in, I'm interested to see what it does. Really, it's, that makes it. I mean, you can add compression, but compression doesn't always equal good. But that whatever that does sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean, you guys really. And obviously, we fucked with it afterwards. It's like some sophisticated compression. Okay. It's like some multi-brand compression stuff, probably. Maybe. But I'm not sure. But it sounds good, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep Wait, it going. What does it say? Uh, uh, uh. Gonna freestyle over Clementine. Oh, Nick, listen to this shit. Yes, I love that we're like literally live commentary on this right now. I know. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, I thought that was coming from one of you guys right now. What, this song? No, the ooh. Oh, that was ooh. me, yeah. That was me right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hyped on our own song. So Christian made this and well, we made it together. We, yeah, we made both it. made it. And then I just fucking pitched this shit, and it ended up sounding like this. All right, now we're going to jump into the feels real quick. Don't tell me this is going to smoothly rock into, like, a studio version. Glad that this made its way on. Yeah, this is close to the version it you almost heard didn't. at the cabin. Chris forgot about it. We were listening to the album like all the way through. And I was like, what about that one? Yeah, Christian's the reason this is on here. 
<laughs> I'm being serious. I mean, you made it. <laughs> Shout out Alex Costas. Oh, yeah. Losers Club. Uh, the There's so many different little background weird recorded tracks going on. I keep thinking you guys are talking to me, but it's actually record. The most important thing, the most important thing is storytelling in life. And there's a million stories in this album. I think that I fucked up this time. I want to know what I can do to make things right. Cause I wasted not a whole year's time. We called it love, but we were just drunk guys. Lots of love and lots of wine. Now I realize there's more to life than pretty eyes and dollar signs. Now I see the love. I tried to remind you, sure I'm so right. You Is that the, that's not the mastered version, Wait. is it? Wait, oh, we're not even listening to the master. Haha. <laughs> I, I noticed it was a bit... So funny. Um, it's still mastered, but it's like Ozone plug-in Wait, that mastered. Wasn't... That's unfortunate. No, 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 that was the final... Wait. Well, the Wait, levels don't there? look like super mastered. All right, hold on. Just... What we're doing mm-hmm. here, we uh, mm-hmm. apparently aren't listening to the actual masters of the record. <laughs> so. That's hilarious. 
I guess that's a good thing because now you guys have something to look forward to. The actual masters. Well, we're going to have half the album for learning to happen. Cool. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. Way louder. <laughs> All right. By the way, Nick, this is the song I was most excited for you to hear, and you haven't said shit. <laughs> no, I'm just sitting here amazed. I'm, I was about to ask a bunch of questions. Okay, but listen. These are your drums. Listen. Whatever you want, Abby. Cry in the club. Before we get too deep, you're over here getting upset that I didn't say anything, say anything yeah, about the song. For you to hear this song. So this has been one of the songs that I heard a little bit ago and a while ago. A while ago I probably heard this song from you guys back at the cabin recording Danny's record. Um, and it's sort of progressed, I feel. It sounds different a little bit than... You know, every time I hear it and with the drums and everything being in there now is a whole world of difference on that drop. Whereas I felt like that drop was like building and building and building. It just needed that that capture point or something. And you did a good job of sort of, you know, not you didn't use them fully like, I, you know, a full like acoustic drum kit. You did your thing to them. And just the way that comes together and the way that the guitars are, it sounds like you're using another harmonizer on that the guitar part or something. Um, but the way everything's just coming together and swelling, it feels like the song is actually breathing. So um, I don't know what you guys did with it, but. A lot of shit. Lots of like little Ableton things. You know what I mean? Like just the things that are unique to Ableton, like the sampling features and like the pitching and everything and the warp. A lot of that is in the end. Um, I'm glad you like it. Oh, yeah. The fucking vocal production is what I was most proud of, honestly, on that track. Yeah, man. You've gone from, I feel like, someone who didn't really understand what they were doing with the vocal production and audio engineering side of it. I literally wasn't recording vocals because I was like, well, I don't know how. But you're just a testament to how you can literally just go out and show you just literally teach yourself how to do it go trial and error make it happen learn how to do it try see what works i mean i i think that you're a very good example of kind of the homegrown uh home studio person and that's that's kind of what we're hearing i feel like but it's it's in a it's in a very big professional way and the sounds that you guys are are getting out of this is is pretty fucking huge cool i'm glad you think so all right moving right along Is that your voice? Yes. Do you do a lot of like cut and pick, chop and like to make the... You know, like vocal cutting where it's very rigid, like what? Uh, I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try and uh, vocalize so it. So I'll but. just tell you how that was made. 
Uh, Christian made a beat, tight-ass beat. I went in his room, I picked up my acoustic guitar, and I started playing chords that went over it, and then I started freestyle singing, and we obviously like recorded it on the iPhone, because every time we do that, we just record it, just to make sure we capture anything that could be dope. And then Christian took the, the audio. And I put it through Melodyne, and like just pitched it up. And that's how that was made. And that's how that was made. And there we are. Yeah. Put some reverb on it or yeah, something. Pitch it reverse it. Put the thing down. Pitch it in reverse. I feel like people should love. Like they So like, wait, have you heard this? He's heard this. Okay. I love this being on the record, like in this spot, second to last. Yeah. Or, well, technically third to last. I'm bored by your touch, and I'm saying like a crutch. If I ever did something, they, they I think I've heard you guys do this live. So I tell her in my homestead. And she said it's right no. Wait, you, I think you did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. It's better than none. Killer. <laughs> in a mission <laughs> god damn it it's literally <laughs> trading fuck this shit trying to get a cool snapchat going here man <laughs> all right go ahead <laughs> what is your guy doing right now i feel like people should love like they were in love with themselves because it's not enough just to love someone else it's boys on this place i've told a bit with every kiss it seems so easy as a child maybe we should have a kid some more of that huge fucking swelling with those big ass choruses man that's your thing i feel like just mm. I love how the vocals cut through. Wait for the like second vocals. I love that slow attack, man. Wow, wow. That got emotional. That was huge. Yeah, I really like that song being on the album. You guys do a lot with swells. I guess so, yeah. What do you think about the album artwork? Oh, that's it? I'm super into it. I, I'm really into... Um, I'm kind of into that like cut and paste, like actually handwritten, taking a picture of objects kind of thing rather than the 
don't get me wrong like animated stuff is cool and like drawn stuff but i kind of like how it's just it seems very real it, it feels very like it could be in my room or just like put together it's like a scrapbooky yeah. kind of feel does that yeah i don't know i hope i hope that's not no you know, that's literally exactly no but. that's literally exactly what it is i was tripping because i didn't know what the album artwork was going to be i'm not technically like a visual artist so i didn't know like what it was going to be and i really wanted it to be good all my favorite records have like amazing album artwork and christian came out here one night he was like what the fuck are you doing i probably looked like charlie from that <laughs> always sunny episode <laughs> Carol. <With all> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh the story behind the album artwork is like the whole album is based on that relationship and like there's the theme of basically the restaurant that we worked at and it's a big part of my life right now serving at the restaurant that I serve at. And so shout out Postino. <laughs> shout out Postino. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I used to like write like my ex, like little like love notes or whatever on like the notebook that I would serve with and the album artwork, if you're looking at it, uh, is like, literally the pages out of my server notebook you can see the surrounding pages are filled with real orders that i took and then i like wrote the album name on it and then i laid it out on this desk that you're looking at and i changed the lights to the color and i like took that photo and then i took a photo of the wall and so it's the wall behind it and then it's like that right there but there it's not just like for like a aesthetic even though it's like fucking tight i like fuck with the album artwork super hard now i'm very proud of it uh that's like there's an actual like meaning there's and story, story behind, behind it. it yeah there was like, actual feelings and emotions and things that went through your head that yeah, yeah. attributed to that yeah i feel like as an artist like for me, like one of my like favorite things about being an artist is everything I do like generally has like purpose. Like I take time to think about it. I'm like, what does this mean? Like, why am I doing it like this? Uh, and that probably comes just from like my like writing like background. I love it, man. Let's finish this record. Are you ready for this last song? Because this is am I? Christian's favorite song I've ever made. This is probably like my what I call my best song that I've ever produced. Um, and it's definitely the most feely song on the album and it uh, really like illustrates or it's it's basically the embodiment of like what this album represents so it's called hey what's up <laughs> <laughs>
this song makes me think of the album artwork. Hey, what's up? Kinda sounds Coldplay inspired. <laughs> and like kind of Death Cabby. But like definitely more modern poppy versions of Death Cab. I love the resolve of that guitar. Concept. You're singing through the phone. Yo, this is next level. soundtrack to a documentary or like an epic movie I love all this stereo stuff going on in my headphones right now. 
Christian made this whole thing. It's basically his remix of Hey What's Up. That delay is so cool. The one that pans from left to right. You guys are gonna make How'd you make these sounds, dude? Just cool delays. You know, like the how it like cuts in and out with the like the static and stuff. How'd you do that? Yeah, just like literally fucking with like delays and sampling and like fucking sound toys and. Like just literally, like oh, this let's put on this plugin, like Alder Boy, or fucking some fucking distortion thing. Or, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like, cool. So that's the you, whole. Record. You know, I said it just briefly while the song was playing, but I feel like while the song was playing and I was staring at the album artwork at the same time, that they really lined up, and I felt like more than even the other songs which were already emotional especially like the second track mm -hmm. i feel like was next to that one was the next emotional song on the record probably i would say that more so than ever i felt like the art and the what you're trying to uh, portray and the idea and the feeling i feel like really came across in that one and i think ending on that one was a a period and I think you guys did a great job with the structure of the album. You know, we talk about a record taking you on a journey from first song to last and being a fluent process. And I think that that's something you guys are are nailing. I mean, you, you listen to the interludes between the songs and the transitions and, and how they flow into one another. What you guys are have done with this record is truly special and... The production, I mean, the vocal production alone is next level. I mean, it's pretty incredible with all these swells and these huge choruses and all these harmonized, you know, you, you guys take Melodyne, uh, for anybody who doesn't know what that is, it's a auto tuner or pitch corrector, and they, they turn it into an instrument. I mean, it's crazy the, the creativity that you guys use and in the ways that you use it. Um, it seems that you guys just pull from the weirdest places and it's, it really goes to show what it can do. And I couldn't be more proud of you guys Thanks, man. for what I just listened to. Yeah. yeah thank dude, you. So on like, Hey, what's up? That last track, uh, that you were just talking about that ending part, the fucking bridge with like the, the phone and the voicemail and everything. I like had, I had recorded the song and I showed Christian it and he was like, it's good. But you're not like, like the, there's not enough emotion coming through. And at first I was like annoyed because I was like, man, <laughs> I was like, I want to be done. <laughs> like, like Nick, you, you can probably like, uh, sympathize with that. Like how, like you like want to be done with some shit and you're just like, fuck, it's not right though. I yeah. know you can sympathize yeah. with that. Man. So anyways, I was like, damn it. I like have to go and like redo these vocals. And so anyways, I had like this crazy idea. I was like this needs to like 
tell the story of like me literally leaving like a voicemail to this person and I was like how I was like I don't want to just use a telephone plug-in to get the effect I went in Christian's room and I was like bro let me borrow your phone real quick and he was like no question like you're my best friend bro like no questions asked he was just like here's my phone like whatever and which yeah um, I didn't even ask you what no you were doing. literally I was just like I was just like let me borrow your phone <laughs> And he just let me borrow his phone. And basically, I plugged, using that fucking little dongle, because he has a 7, I plugged it into the input, like using a fucking 8-inch adapter, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Yeah, and I plugged it into the input, called his fucking telephone from my phone, and that's like, that was the input. And I literally, in this living room, I sang into my fucking phone. Did you sing to a track? Well, yeah, I had the headphones on. I was listening to the song, and then I literally like I used it like a mic. Like I sang into my phone. Yeah, and I did a couple it's takes. Bad ass. And I got the take, and I got all the fucking all the samples are from that phone call. So the voicemail sample I like redid, like in the fucking it's like the actual phone call voicemail thing. The actual beep at the end, it's all from the phone call. And if you listen closely, like there's harmonies on it. And I literally took the fucking take, duplicated it, the fucking scratchy ass phone take duplicated threw it through melodyne and repitched these fucking notes to a fuck two harmonies so there's two two fucking different (laughs) harmony takes and they're just quietly in there what you're doing is you're creating soundscapes within your music which is like incredible you're literally taking sound design from what they would do in you know movies or tv shows and you guys are putting it into your music yeah, it's sound design. It's fucking. It's, you guys are sound designers. It's so fun. It's so fucking. It really fun. is like way too. It's fun. all we ever wanted to do. Like literally two, three years ago, we were like bored and like fuck. We know what we want to sound like, but we don't know how to do it. And so we finally taught ourselves how. So now that it's all said and done, and the record is mastered, and there's really no going back. How are we feeling? Fucking amazing. So satisfied. So, yeah. 11 out I'm of like 11. I'm like way stoked. I want to put it out right now, honestly. Does it feel <laughs> like... Is it a bit insane to think that you actually finished something? For the past two years, I've been telling everybody that I'm making an album. So, <laughs> yeah, it's done. I feel like a lot of times it can be hard to actually finish things. It's it's also weird because like the way that we decided that it was like going to be an album was like... Sorry. Um, was we were just out here like drunk one night or something like and we found we had like enough songs for an album and that they like came together really nicely i don't know if you remember that i remember i went on a run and i like made the track list like on my run and then i came back and i literally handed chris my phone with the track list and i was like what do you think you were running and looking at your phone how does that work? <laughs> yeah. I run and I cannot look at my phone and type while running. I like have to because like when I run, I'm like completely. What do you mean you have to? When I run, I'm completely inspired. Like when I'm running, I get the fucking best ideas. Mm. I wrote wa- that our single, Sigh, Water It. Mm-hmm. We made the beat and I went on a fucking three mile run and I wrote the song on my run. That's awesome. You find tranquility and peace. Yeah, it clears my mind, and then all of a sudden I'm like flooded with ideas. So I have to like, I literally pull up my phone every time I'm I'm on a run and start writing shit. Running is refreshing, man. It's the fucking titties. I I got into <laughs> it for a month. I did a, a running challenge with one of my roommates. Uh, we bet we had a bet that the other couldn't do 27 miles in a month, which I know that doesn't sound like a lot right now, but 
when you think no, about like a, a mile a day, yeah, that's it's like a mile a day. That's a lot to to stay on board with. So yeah. halfway through, uh, it was pretty evident what like how it was gonna play out. But I ended up doing really well, and I at first it started out as just a bet, and then all of a sudden at the end of it, I was super into running. Like I found. <laughs> that I actually looked forward to coming home from work and going to the park and running because afterwards I would come home and I seriously felt like better than I like it was I was getting it was almost like I was getting high off running so did you make the 27 miles uh yeah I did 28 and Ooh. he did four or five Oh my god, what? That's awful. We're not going to put him on blast here. Sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait, I'm hyped for you. Happy for you. But anyways, no, it's good It's good to have those little avenues where you can clear your mind and really get out of yourself and or into yourself, you know? And it sounds like you had that. So we're ha- we're happy, right? We're we're good. Album's out. Took a while. When do we think we're going to release it? Do we have any idea? Thinking about like early April. Well, they can kind of hear it in bits and pieces April here. April 9th is Eddie's birthday. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking about releasing it on Eddie's birthday. Who's Eddie? Our yeah, best friend. A good friend of ours. Our best friend of ours. What an honor. Look at him. He's on his on our wall. Yeah, this is him. Eddie was here. At 3.42 a.m. one time. Yeah. That'd be an honor for Eddie. So... <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Eddie <Saini. laughs> So this was really special guys I appreciate you coming on to do this I appreciate you having me over in Sample Town I can really tell what you guys have put into this What you put into the record I've heard songs a year ago when I met you I've heard songs now And it's just evident that you guys never stop And there's always something happening with you guys And just to, to meet you guys last year And to, to have this year um, in time pass it's been incredible watching you grow uh, growing with you hopefully and it's just been a pleasure to get to do this again and of course we'll be hanging out more you know off the podcast uh, more frequently yeah in hell the future. yeah and hopefully we can maybe go to my studio my new studio and maybe record some music we have to lay some shit down here bro. we have a no. list of 30 songs we're about to record like yeah. you know what i mean like we have to do some shit with you you're one of my favorite people i've ever met i'm so hyped that like we connected last <laughs> year or a, whatever we did this shit's tight you're tight i appreciate like you listening to this album uh yeah it all just means like a lot and like everything in like my life and like i think christian's life is just so fucking great right now it's just all so good and we're just really focused and it just feels good, you know? It makes me proud to see the people that matter most to me on a good track, feeling good, in good places in their minds and their lives. I'm just so happy for you guys. It makes me happy. I, I thrive off of that, and you guys give me power. So thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for inspiring everybody. As we know, Clementine is very in touch with their, their supporters, so you can... Uh, as soon as I'm done here, I'll, I'll let them tagline every yeah in their feelings. <laughs> I'll let them give you their uh, information, but go ahead and reach out to them. They're Please. awesome dudes, and I know that they'll get back to you. And if you appreciated listening to this album leak, I don't. I think this will release about a week or two from when we're recording it right now. So maybe we're looking mid March. And you guys can hear a little bit of this album before it comes out. So I appreciate it, guys. Why don't you go ahead and give a plug and say your final goodbyes? 
soundcloud.com slash lemon time <laughs> yeah go check out those lemons oh my god is that, i feel like is those, that, that's is that the, the new, actual that's the next record i think right? it is <laughs> <laughs> i think that i don't know what the title of the next record is i'm not sure yet it could it's be dis, it could be disillusioned i'm not sure this shit's gonna be lit though but anyways you can find us on instagram at clementine band you can find christian on instagram at christian rich two h's on that uh you can find me uh with the tags on the clementine page uh yeah you're like i don't want to spell my last instagram is the fucking way to go we're on instagram (laughs) we're on twitter clementine az uh but you're probably gonna you're probably gonna get a cold dm from us before you ever look us up anyways (laughs) and if, if you've made it this far uh, into the podcast and you're still listening on i'm gonna buy you free pizza call me you know what we were <laughs> we, i was we were at 83 minutes the last time we did this podcast we at right and we're now? at 83 minutes 84 damn, minutes so now, so much time. We, but we're consistent about it but if you're, <laughs> if, if you're still here uh at a minute 83 or whatever the fuck it is they do have or actually i take that back i what? don't know if they have what but there might be a special link out there somewhere so <laughs> maybe with enough support and reaching out you guys can uh talk to them and get that link to the next album or the the new album that's about to drop so again clementine thanks for coming Cold on word, i appreciate you guys <laughs> yeah don't Thank do that you. <laughs> later boys <laughs> peace bro thanks <laughs>
On the other side and they do not, do not